Hello, this is Marcus Gansarotella from White Lion Studios, and I just wanted to let you know that our movie, Attack of the Killer Shrews, will have its national television premiere on Offbeat Cinema this Saturday, May 26th on Retro TV at 10 p.m. Standard Time or midnight on their affiliate station, MeTV in the Buffalo, New York market. A lot of people might say that our movie is just hammy acting and awesomely bad puppets, but it's so much more than that. It's really a no-budget love letter to 50s creature features while being an unapologetically over-the-top satire of them. It's also about the forbidden love between a slimy literary agent and a ravenous rodent. We would really appreciate it if you tuned in. Corey and Nick reviewed our movie way back on episode 125 of B-Movie Breakdown, and I recommend giving it a listen after you've checked our movie out. More information about our various projects can be found by visiting whitelionstudios.net, killershrewmovie.com, or finding us on social media. Back to you, stink bags. Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode 189. Almost at that two zero zero mark. It's getting close. It's getting really close. Just 11 more weeks of this have, cool podcast. Almost at that two zero zero. I have a good idea for that for that episode. Oh, it's a good one, huh? It's, we've it's, we've had a lot of good ones it's on this podcast. It's something we've talked about doing, so it's a good idea, oh. I think. It's a good one. I won't spoil it. All right. No little spoilers for episode 200. We're going to watch Joe Dirt? We're going to watch Joe Dirt. <laughs> no, we're going to watch Joe Dirt 2. God damn it. That seems more appropriate for this podcast. Joe Dirt 2? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, It's like some sort of dumb subtitle to it. This doesn't matter, but we talked about this later, but like Larry the Cable Guy, that's... How how come when you want to say Paul Blart Mall Cop and then you say Larry the Cable Guy instead, you just need to go to bed. But, I mean, I'm into. Oh no! Don't spoil that shocker, you fuck. This I'll bleep it. No, but like Paul Blart, he, the whole thing's about getting a girl, and I just hate the next movie, Girl Gone. I don't even care if it's something as dumb as Paul Blart. It's just like what the fuck. Yeah, like, I think we, we, I think Brandy is in Joe Dirt too, so I don't think right. there's an issue. There. Anyways, that's later. This is the B movie breakdown. Yeah, gotta... that's later. Joe Dirt two, even dirtier, Just... is uh, is later on. I don't remember what the fuck it's called. Who gives a fuck? Nobody, obviously nobody. Yeah. nobody cared about Joe Dirt two. No. Uh, yeah, this is the B movie breakdown, that's a weekly podcast. We find the humor, enjoyment, lesser low budget, lesser known films of the past, and present, well, the good, the bad, the what the fuck. So Each week's movie will be re- revealed to you on the prior episode, so you two can join in the madness. It's always at the end of the fucking podcast. Jesus, so that's So listen to the end, and you'll know the next movie. Usually you can find them Why? on, like, Amazon. Why are you so threatening? Or, like, Netflix. Or, like, whatever. Whatever is a favorite platform of mine. It's my absolute fucking favorite platform. Jesus, you didn't swear this much during the podcast. I'll swear as fucking much as I fucking want. You're not even drinking. I'm not even drinking. You're Only just swearing for fun. Just That's what I do. Swearing for fun? That's my nickname, Swears for Fun. Is that a podcast too? Swears for fun. Swears for fun. That's my nickname. Swears? That's like my uh, like Native American name. Oh, nope, not going here. <laughs> what, they had names like, like that? Not I was like, like those. That's not good. Swears for fun. That's well. That's good. I don't think Chief Tomahawk gave you that name. No, know. Chief Tomahawk did not give me that nickname. I provided it myself in a Native American nickname generator on the internet. Nothing's more <laughs> natural than doing that. Yeah, that's how that's how all the Native Americans do it nowadays. I'm not participating in this. That we're getting out of it. It's been up as a Chief Tomahawk. That's the humoring as I was getting with this. Well, I can what? I can cash out a name generator. I can't. I can't. No, but you say that's what all the Native Americans are doing it these days. 
is a shit statement. They have one in every casino. I'm not here. I'm not on this. They're making money off it. People like you know get like this is only getting worse. White touristy person. They're like, oh look, this look, honey, only... we can get our Native American nickname. I mean, that's a cool white person voice. Yeah, and they they go up to the machine and they put money like five dollars in, and no. it gives them like a little plaque with like. Their name, like, Dumb White Bitch or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> it was almost worth it for that. You're trying to win me back over. I see what you're doing here. And then, like, the Native American guys in the corner who owns the casino is just, ha, 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 Dumb White Bitch. So, see, it all comes around. I mean, great. Great. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, you can listen to the podcast on our Why website, bbpodcast.com. <laughs> Why would you give uh, a Apple fuck? Podcast, Google Play, or Google Music, or whatever the fuck you get it through Google, some weird roundabout way. On uh, Stitcher, uh, Podcast Addict, it's, Man, on, it's all over the place. They know how to get the podcast. If you know how to get podcasts, you know where the fuck to find us. You can reach us on our email, bbpodcast at gmail.com, bbpodcast on Twitter, bmoviebreakdown on Instagram, bmoviebreakdown on Facebook. We're there. B-Movie Breakdown. B-Movie Breakdown. We also have a brand new podcast we are starting. Because you haven't heard enough out of our mouths. you haven't heard enough out of our mouths. Nope. It is called The Reversal. It is called that. It is a wrestling podcast. We know we have people that listen to this that also enjoy wrestling. They've they been do. vocal about it on the uh, Facebooks and, and Instagrams and stuff like that. So if you enjoy our wrestling talk that we spurt here and there on this podcast, mm. you'll enjoy... A 30 to 40 minute podcast about uh, all sorts of wrestling talk. Yep. Nothing but wrestling one, talk. One, well, that's not exactly true. For the most part. I mean, you know. I think like 35 minutes of the entire podcast was wrestling. It was about, yeah. Well, you know. I didn't time it. But. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Enjoy, enjoy a whole tangent all to itself. A self-contained tangent about wrestling. Boom. And assorted things. And it's called The Reversal. You can find it everywhere we just said you can find this podcast. Also, anchor.fm slash The Reversal. Trying out some new stuff over there. Trying out some new stuff with Anchor. Uh, it's a podcast hosting site. And they, they, they're they amazing. Like, I think the service is what should have been around this whole time for podcasters. But, like, people had to learn. People did have to learn. And, and I wouldn't know about it had not been uh, following Casey Neistat and his new projects on YouTube, and then he started a podcast and decided to use Anchor. And I feel like if somebody like that guy, who is always at the forefront of all these yeah. new things, uh, you know, has found something like this and is doing his podcast through there, yeah. his podcast doesn't have a website. It's just the podcast. It's just that. So we're at the, like, t- we're at the tip of the spear. Right. Like, Anchor's new, and we're, I think it's a good thing to get in on. Uh, especially at the at the forefront of of anchor, so yeah. So um, come here, us get our smackdown on. Yeah, we'll get our smackdown on. You're gonna like it when we make it raw. Gonna, I'm done. We're gonna make it raw. I'm done. No, get, I encourage, and that's gonna, my problem. We're gonna, we're gonna give you that raw impact with the smackdown. Oh my god, it's gonna be our anthem. They don't own the mirror, do they? No, that lasted for like a week. Yeah, that's a no. Don Callis owns it now. He used to be. Uh, Oh my God! What was his name in ECW? I can't. The Jackal or something like that. I don't uh, know. Uh, Mikey Whipwreck. Yeah, Mikey Whipwreck owns it. No, Don Callis, and then um, uh, Sanjay Dutt, and who was the guy who was writing for WWE? Got fired. Jimmy Jacobs is also a writer for Impact now. Well, they got good cooks in the pot. Yeah. So something so, might come out of there. You know? So 
listen to the reversal and listen to Impact Talk. A little bit. Just a touch. Just a touch. A lot of there's a lot. We we try to cover a lot. A good discussion. There's a good discussion about digital platforms and wrestling and stuff. So check that out. The reversal. It's at reverse this on all social medias. Yeah, reverse this. And uh, yeah, check it out. Nick, do you have any plugs besides the reversal? Um, well, first I'm gonna plug the reversal. It's a new wrestling podcast that me and my friend Corey are doing. You can find. Oh, it. I've never heard of it. Yeah, well, we're well, <laughs> well, you and me are gonna talk wrestling on it. We may have already done that, but no. I write and draw comics at scatterville.com, and you can follow me on the Instagram at scatterville stories. I'm finishing up a story, and then I'm gonna work on a bigger story. Those are the cool details you get from me with these plugs. But you'll be kept in the loop if you follow me on the gram. You will know when I'm doing stuff. Nice. Sounds yeah. sweet. Yep. Sweet, just like Cynthia Rothrock. Yeah, man. We're going to introduce you to a whole a baby you didn't know about. A baby you didn't know about. An action babe that I really didn't know about. I feel like the name sounded familiar. And I probably have seen like Tiger Claws 3. I'm never going to forget it. Or something like that. But, uh... Cynthia Rothrock is in this week's movie. She's in a 90s action babe. God, that would be a sweet, like, thrash metal band name. Cynthia Rothrock? Well, not her first name. It's like Rothrock. Oh, Rothrock. Yeah. Her final conflict? Or Tiger Claws. The subtitle to... See, sometimes it's not just me fucking up my words. But the title to his... Final Conflict could be a good band name. Yeah. Or Tiger Claws. Yeah. I'd probably just call it Tiger Claws 3. Tiger Claws sounds like Snake Eyes Friend and G.I. Joe. All right, what if it's called Tiger Claws 3, the band name? Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. I like that. More band names should have numbers in them. Yeah. What if... But it'd be four people in the what band. If, what if bands started sequeling other bands? Like, oh, here's Aerosmith 2. <laughs> it's like, can't do that. I wonder if it's ever happened. I mean, like, yeah, we're just doing this. Man, I wonder if it's ever... Because there's been, like, bands like that where they, like... You know, they get different people and they call themselves something similar or something right. like that. But like, or like super groupy type bands. And they, you know, bands move away and they call themselves something else. But it's usually a totally different name. Right. You're not but like, gonna... you just sequel and stuff. Yeah, this is the same. So you get the name, like the same logic with movies. You get the name recognition, but like it's something else. Yeah. I don't know. Sequels to bands. Interesting. So uh, this week's movie is not a sequel, but it has a sequel. It does, and we'll get you'll hear about that later on the podcast. So this week on the podcast, it's on Amazon Prime. Check it out, and that movie's called Martial Law. The best of the worst, be movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst, be movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. thinking borgs they exist i'm surprised uh this movie martial law is definitely definitely a product of the rise of martial arts movies it's 100 80s and 90s but jackie chan was a huge part in that you know he was his i mean he didn't get huge here till like the mid to late 90s but he had like a whole you know Police story, drunken master. I mean, the list goes on. But I mean, all that stuff because they were doing sweet shit over there. That came over here too, and then eventually those guys that actually started it came over here too. 
And it was... Picked up on, like, people over here would pick up on the trends, start doing yeah, shit. Yeah, and it was, like, f- about time that, the, you know, these guys who were doing, busting their asses... Yeah, they And could... you would find these v- movies in video stores here and there, some of your, your early Jet Li, Jackie Chan stuff, but it was few and far between to come by because the market got flooded with this stuff, with martial law type... And then you had guys like Don the Dragon Wilson, who was in, like, a million... He was, like, the... Jackie, no, I wouldn't say Jackie Chan before Jackie Chan, but like as far as like an Asian action star, super badass. But he was low key because he was never in like theatrical. Sure, he was always direct to video. He was doing that grind. Yeah, it's like he was working those bingo halls. I had a Blade ripoff movie with him in it. It was called like, oh my god, was it called like Blood or like Knife? Was, no, it called, it called, was it called Sword? It wasn't like that, like, distinct. Was, was it called Razor? No, but it was called Night Hunter. Oh. That's a real non-generic name. But it's definitely, it was like 100%, I had it on VHS. Was it, was Night spelled like K-N-I-G-H-T and he hunted no. knights? Night Hunter. Down, oh, the, down it, the Dragon Wilson. That's a cool moon in the background. Yeah. Oh, that little picture you showed me. Yeah, it was a cool movie. I like seeing cool visuals. 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 <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut your ass. That was the first. The first person that was gonna come up with the like. They're trying to figure out what they call like this format. Like it was some idiot who couldn't talk. Vi- and they're like, well, it's visual and it's audio. There's so, audio in it, but then it's visual. It's so, an audio-visual format. So which if we want to combine audio and visual together, together, which we call it. And so one guy's like, visio. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, then when he left, they called it the same. They called it that. No, they called it Video. No, there's a TV brand called Vizio. Right, Vizio, not Vizio. Well, this just depends on your accent. This was like in the 80s when they come up, like 70s or whatever, Video. It wasn't just, yeah, just some fucking idiot who combined two words unintentionally. Right, they're like, they told that guy to get the fuck out. They're like, okay, you... Vizio guy, go create your Vizio TVs, and we'll. Well, then he went. And made, gonna, he made went and made lots of yeah, money. Yeah, so the people who coined the term "video" made lots of money too. Who they sell it to? How? Who's the everyone? Ter- How did the term they're making so much money off the word "video"? Yeah, still. it was copywritten, and they're still making mad bank. It was like we a, own this word. It was like a board meeting. They still own the patent to the word "video." Yeah. Well, this sounds like ass. <laughs> Like, this is stupid. <laughs> That's what I was envisioning. I didn't know we'd become a linguistics podcast. That's fun. That's fun times. I like that. Well, yeah. you're the one that dropped Vigio, so. I uh, man, I'm just talking, saying words, and sometimes the words don't come off very well. You're just talking, saying words. So yeah, that's man. What we do on here? It's a podcast. God, don't I know it? <laughs> don't I fucking know it? We're talking and saying words. Yep. Just like the words that were spoken in this week's movie, Throw martial some at law. Me. Martial law. Uh, what about the line uh, after Dad died and I moved to Hong Kong to prove how tough I was? I mean, that should be in the back of this DVD case. That doesn't exist. It should be the tagline. Yeah. He moved to Hong Kong. To, to prove how tough he was. To prove how tough he was. After dad died. After dad died. He abandoned his family. His brother turned to crime. I mean, do He's you... the oldest man in the family. And, like, mom's in trouble. Little brother's in trouble. He mourns by going to Hong Kong. We all mourn in our own ways for bad shit. I get that. 
I mean, is he kind of to blame for his brother's ultimate demise? Correct. And which ultimately coalesced on giving his mother the worst birthday imaginable. Hey. <laughs> Michael's dead. Michael's dead. Do ah. you think that also his brother's to blame? Because his, if his brother just arrested Michael at that carjacking and Michael was in jail. Yeah, he'd be fine. Well, maybe. I'm sure well, uh, there's guys on the inside. Or guys can come in from the outside when David Carradine just punches holes through the wall and walks in and kills him. Because that could happen. <laughs> I mean, I I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, this movie, I obviously didn't have much expectations for this. Neither did you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure on a scale of like zero, <laughs> it was like <laughs> yeah. negative zero. Negative zero. Yeah. But it actually... You know why? Because I'm going to watch a shit movie like this. It didn't combine all the boring parts into one giant half-hour scene. Like, whenever it started to get kind of a lull, I'm like, I could probably, like, stop paying attention. Oh, sweet martial arts action happened. Yeah, and sometimes... I mean, we watch a lot of these movies where they meander, and you get all the boring stuff. That lets me analyze it way more in-depth than I should be doing. And this and this movie had a lot of gems. Like, a lot of, like, one-liners, a lot of yeah. really absurd characters. Somebody thought they were fucking hilarious. <laughs> they did. <laughs> but they spread it out nicely throughout the movie. Yeah, I would say that. I'd give it a compliment. It was, like, sprinkled perfectly yeah. throughout the movie. Little sprinks. Little sprinks. That's what the guy called it when he was writing the movie. He's like, what if I put a yeah. sprink here? Yeah, sprink there. A sprink there. It's a Hey, this is a word cast. Hey, you better copyright Sprink, dude. We're gonna make huge money like this guy who invented the word video. Fuck the Audible ads. We're gonna be paid, sponsored by Sprink. <laughs> Give us lots of dollars. <laughs> the guys who invented the word video. <laughs> yeah, dude, those guys are unspoken all stars. <laughs> they really are. Yeah, man. You know, a great debt to them. We, we do. Well, they got paid for it. They're still getting paid for it. <laughs> and one day we'll be still getting paid for Sprink. We'll still be getting paid for the word Sprink. Which is little, sprinks. little things you insert into a script to just <laughs> sprinkle it up. Yeah, to sprinkle, sprinkle the funny and the action and the, like, you know, your story plot points. Uh, I've I, This is like... Like we're saying, a lot of these kind of do the blah, blah, and boring, and then you get your little bits God, of action. God, so many of them do. And, but there are a decent amount of these 90s action movies that do do it right. we got to find them. But there's just so many of them. Well, okay, so how about we find them and watch them all? <laughs> I mean, we can. I'm sure Cynthia Rothrock. We need Tiger Claw, 1, 2, and 3. Tiger Claw, 1, 2, and 3. She's in so many. She kicked huge ass in this movie. And she was she was awesome. She was tough. She was a badass, but she was also like a legit, you know, like like she was like a good girlfriend too. It's like, hey man, just talk to me, idiot. And then she's like, I'm gonna. She's like, stay home. I'm a man. And she's like, you're an idiot. Fuck you. I'm gonna come save you. Yeah, I liked her character a lot. I, I'm glad she wasn't just like wasted. She wasn't. And then and she never was kidnapped. She was never held for ransom. Whenever he was whipping ass, she was whipping even more ass. Her fights were more intense than his were. Oh yeah, for sure. Every time. Well, the one fight she had more more fights than him because she fought that guy at the dealership while he was just dealing with his brother, right? And letting him go, she was getting her ass kicked. Yeah, if your brother's committing trying to commit grand theft auto, maybe you should arrest him. Maybe he needs to be put in jail. 
He was, I mean, he was one of those guys that he was never yelled at. I mean, we we meet this guy as he's delivering fucking pizza from Domino's as he's undercover to this hostage situation. Which is funny because yet another movie, like a few movies apart, where we watched one where there's like a standoff in the beginning. It's like a 90s thing because right. they make fun of it in Last Action Hero. The movie start, It's the movie within the movie. And it starts with a standoff. All right, so what we're doing, since since we're just going to flood the earth with podcasts now, what we're going to do is have a podcast called Standoff and just review movies about movies that begin with standoffs. I'm sure it'll take us real far. I mean, there's probably a lot of those movies, and they're all probably well, late I, 80s, I get early the, 90s action movies. I get the idea. When there's a standoff, there's a sense of immediacy immediately when you start the film. Like, oh, it's like... Oh, it's like, we're going to join you at your regularly scheduled program already in progress. So, like, oh, there's already shit going on. They want this. They want that. This guy's the hostage negotiator. He's, I mean, and, like, the negotiator was, like, the guy in charge of, like, the police department. Yeah. Right? He was, like, the, the chief or the sheriff yeah. or whatever, which, that's kind of odd, but whatever. Who cares? And then, like, they make their requests, and they want these criminals robbing a jewelry store want pizzas and a helicopter well, yeah, they wanted to snack first before they take off. Yeah, well, their fucking snack got them busted, idiots. I feel like even if their helicopter ride would have got them busted. What were they robbing? Like a like a. Little... It was a literal. It was like a strip mall. It was a strip mall jewelry store. Well, they even said the people who run this place are bigger crooks than we are when they look at the prices for the jewelry. Yeah, it's like what's... well, the guy who owned it was outside. He was, yeah, and he was complaining and bitching. He was doing it right. Yeah, and then they even had a little jokes in the standoff. There was like. The, yeah, the one lady cop. Bust that out. It's what, gotta, what did she say? She said, fuck. She said something real stupid. No, she, but she said, like, what do you, well, she said, what do they want? And then he was like, pizzas. And then she said, something like, are you going to give it to them? Something like that. Yeah. And, he not, like, and he's like, of course we are. What, what are you, what are you new here? And then it just cuts to her and it's all quiet. And she goes, yes. <laughs> and then it cuts away. And you never see her again. It's almost like something that would be in like a loaded weapon, like yeah. a parody movie. There are a bunch of lines like that, like a lot of silly lines, especially from the one character, Faster Brown. He was on drugs the whole time. That guy. He was a lunatic. That guy was incredible. He was amazing. I wish he had a performance like that in, he was in Friday the 13th part eight. You only uh, got a taste. Jason takes Manhattan. You got a taste. He's the boxer type character who ends up getting his head punched off by Jason on the top of a building. Oh, he did a lot though. He wasn't right away. No, it's towards the end. He dies in towards the end. Oh God, yeah, it all coming back to me. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, he's the athletic guy. Yeah, and they fight on top of the building. And Jason he gets and his him head punched off. God, Jason just clocks his head right off that body. Yeah, and he just falls and hits the dumpster bonk, and rolls bonk, and bonk. rolls through the alley. Decapitation humor. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that's sweet. For some reason, I thought he was like the punk. But the, Jason did, didn't do anything to the punks in that movie. He just put, took his mask off real weird. Yeah, the, he walked by the punks. They because, were... you know, this... This, you know, thrice sunken creature, waterlogged being, his mask is on a hinge. He just... Ah, ah. Okay. Strap didn't move. This went up and the masses went up and down like it was on a hinge. Yeah. Okay, Jason. You're yeah. not for, Jason, you're not very realistic. Oh. Sorry. That's what Oh, am I talking to Jason? Yeah. Was, Is that what Jason uh, would I'm, say? I'm Jason. Oh. 
Did he crawl inside your body? Yeah. Because he can do that, you know. Yeah. That's I, the power I he has. I eat his heart and now... You know that power Jason has of becoming a little demon and going in your body? Yeah, we don't, I don't want to talk about you that know power because it's that a power. shitty power. He had that power since he was a little boy. Yeah, okay. No kidding. Wanna... He didn't have that power until he went to hell a few times and became a legit demon. Until he got blown up by the FBI. You know, man, why wouldn't you... We were talking about that even before we saw that. The movie where the government hunts Jason. Nope, just give me a little teasers. Do it shittily. It's fine. It's all within like a five minute scene. That's right. My, There's a standoff. That's right. When I write or draw my Jason trilogy, it'll be good. No joke, guys. I got a Jason trilogy all planned out. And it's going to be great. I just need more time to do it. Because I got to do other stuff. There's not enough time in the world. There is if you quit your job. I mean, even then. No, nope, we can make it there's work. There's only 24 hours in a day. Yeah, we don't have to sleep. <laughs> that's still 24 hours in a day. Yeah, but it's more hours than I have right now. If you quit your job and don't sleep, I got all those 24 hours. That's a lot. I know. You should probably sleep. I mean, I'll take naps. They'll be shorter. Like three hours here, four hours there. Sounds rough. Man, it's this a way of living. Your drugs are just going to be decrepit. No, man, that's called coffee. They're going to be all like fucked up and like... The, coffee. You're not even going to really read what you're writing. No, it takes you, man, when you get into the zone, you get taken to like another level. And if I'm not eating, why am I not eating? <laughs> I could eat. I'm not eating, sleeping, going to work. I'm just drawing all day. You're just gonna be like a bones. Well, like Jeff Peterson. You only live once. You're just gonna be just a bunch of bones. Who's that? From uh, Craig Ferguson. Oh, okay. Sidekick. For some reason, I was thinking of the terrorist bomber from Jeff Denham, and I was like, what? Sorry, a few days ago I saw a guy with a Jeff Dunham t-shirt and I wanted to die. <laughs> that was in my head. <laughs> What's that character's name? It's like Habib or it's something? It's real racist and offensive and terrible. That's why all the white people like it. Jeff Dunham sucks. He's ass. But when you said, what are you, a skeleton? And instead of thinking of a cool Jeff who I love with all of my heart, I thought of a puppet terrorist bomber. God, how does Jeff Dunham... How did that, like... I get it, that like... If you think the guys who invented video are making money off dumb oh shit... Oh, my God. God, he and sucks. I, and I get that, like, ventriloquist stuff is cool. Because, it, like, it's... It a, can it, be. It, it can be. And I get that, like, he tried to do something where he's like, I'm going to be the first ventriloquist comedian to get really huge. How oh, it worked. Dude, he's the third highest paid comedian in the United States, according to Forbes. Who's the top two? Jerry Seinfeld and Chris Rock. I don't know. Chris this, Rock and Jerry. Then I don't Jeff, know when this was. I don't know when this was. Um, you know what? It doesn't fucking matter because it was one time. This might have been in like 2008, 2009. So still. Because like Kevin Hart has to make way more money than like Jeff Dunham does now. I would think so. Kevin Hart yeah. sells like arenas. Well, and not even. If he's not like getting there like Dane Cook. If you, money. Yeah, but if you count the movies he's in too. Yeah. He's got way. Yeah. It went Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock to Jeff Dunham. Yeah, in 2008-2009, he was the so, third highest paid comedian. Well, look up Jeff Dunham. How valuable are you? I don't even want to know. Well, I do. Well, I, I do. And that, that character's name is Ahmed the Dead Terrorist. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. He's a skeletal corpse. Of an incompetent suicide bomber. You really can you really can live any life you want. He's known for yelling, Silence, I kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Uh, man, I mean, I get it. You want to tell jokes about anything. But, like, you're... Man. He even had... There's a... There was, like, a little spin-off animated film, too, called Ahmed Saves America. How does that happen? And it... <laughs> I'm in the, now. In the film, which depicts the mishap that led to the character character's skeletonization... Oh, good. A prequel. Ahmed himself is in an American town called Americaville, which he plots to blow up before developing an affinity for American culture. <laughs> So when are we watching Ahmed Saves America? Oh my god. You're going to get two podcasts next week for B-Movie Breakdown. He also has a Mexican character that's called Jose Jalapeno on a Stick. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it so much. I just... This lowest common denominator bullshit. Jeff Dunham hacked America. He, he hacked America. He's like the ultimate hack. He's amazing. I think I'm a fan now. Man. When's he, what, when's he coming to the Rialto? Just kidding. He's going to sell out Soldier Field. Sell out <laughs> Soldier's Field. Jesus. That's so many people. Well. I don't think Jeff Dunham could sell out Soldier's Field. I don't think he's ever performed in an arena. I think he was just strictly doing like small theaters. Yeah, he doesn't do arenas. He does stadiums. He's insane. <laughs> He just sold out Saudi Arabia last week. He just sold with Ahmed. Yeah, because over there, he Ahmed could be his true self. Be real hateful and ignorant. And everybody think it's so funny. Yeah, like, ah. <laughs> Jeff Dunham ranting about the great Satan. Well, I don't know if we're going to get to be able to watch Ahmed Saves America. Why? Does it cost $12 million? Well, it costs $10 on DVD or Blu-ray. Man, you know you want the in-your-house. And house. to rent it, it's like five bucks. That won't put you on a watch list. You know you want to rent it. I don't want to rent it. I, mean, I you want, want it for free. No, I mean, you want to you want to pay money for it and own it. I don't want to own Ahmed Saves America. Man, ten, Jeff Dunham animated film. Man, ten ninety nine. That's like, how many gallons of gas is that? That's worth it. It's too, it's too much, too much money for Ahmed Saves America. Man, I'm glad I forgot. You, when you, you threw me off when you said Jeff's last name, because me and Jeff are on a first name basis. You and Jeff Dunham are on a first name basis. No, idiot, Jeff Peterson. Oh, Jeff. Nice. <laughs> yeah, full circle. You fucked up your skeleton Jeffs. Or we were talking fuck. about Jeff. Yeah, Dunham. we're just gonna confuse it up here in the B movie breakdown today. <laughs> just mixing it up. You're talking about Jeff Dunham way more than we're talking about Jeff Peterson. Well, Jeff Peterson doesn't... They're spelled differently, too. Yeah, G-E-O-F-F. Yep. And Jeff Dunham is spelled D-U-M-B. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a Jeff Dunham joke. He wishes it was. Ahmed, what's your name spelled? D-U-M-B? Ah, uh, get it? You blew yourself up, you dumb... <laughs> you dumb what? How many people... I'll I'll tell you this no. afterwards. It was more about the people in the crowd. Yep, talk about them and uh, give it a shot. How they react to certain characters, but I'll 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 bring well, that up off afterwards. Air. We'll save that episode for the Patreon. <laughs> yeah, for the Patreon. We'll talk about the Jeff Dunham crowd after that oh on my, the Patreon episode. Oh my god! So uh, we got to find some way to get back to martial law because it was a kick-ass movie and. Uh, I think I don't even know how we got talking about Jeff Peterson. You were talking about withering away and. Writing Jason, and I don't know how Jason Voorhees got involved. We don't need... We don't well, because 
Vester Brown. Uh, he's like a criminal character who Man, works you, with David Carradine's character. Yeah, did you hear that rewind? That was we just, we got there. It was good. <laughs> uh, David Carradine's character, who is like the main like mob boss type guy in this, and Faster Brown is a, a guy who loosely works for him every now and then. But that guy is on point in this movie as that character. Yeah, he's awesome every time. He is just out of control, just like talking a mile a minute. He's such saying a saying some amazing things, he, loving nunchucks. He's such a fucking maniac because the main character's brother Michael works for David Carradine, who is Dalton Rhodes. There you go. Faster Brown realizes that he well, he thinks that Michael is working with the police because um, his brother gives him money to buy his mother a birthday present outside of the courthouse, and Faster Brown's just being a creep. So he tells because he wants to he wants the in. On David Carradine's operations, like he, because David Carradine owns his karate school, because he's like a, he's trying to be Shredder or some shit, training Foot Clan members, doing God knows what. Yeah, but he's like Shredder, as if, um, but then like legitimate business. But, but if Shredder was like, once he trained all these people and had all these people work for him, once he was amusing them, he just murdered them all. He killed them all, every time. How many waves of people did he go? Has he gone so through? many, because like you know what's, you know what's less suspicious than. Covering your tracks but killing like 20 guys, like not killing 20 guys. I mean, what are you doing? But just real quick, Michael um, has the opportunity, is told to kill Faster Brown because Faster Brown is fucking shit up. They think he's telling lies and like, well, Michael, prove yourself to us. Go out and kill Faster Brown because Faster Brown runs away. So then Michael corners him and then he's like, you better run. He gives him the choice. Either you get shot or you run away. So he shoots the gun in the air two times and Faster Brown runs away. Well, then Faster Brown comes back and then he's like to fuck Michael over again. What's he getting with the second time? Oh, well, it, because he didn't kill him is what got yeah, him. Yeah, basically. Yeah, he's bitching at these fucking clubs and he's like just running around like he should be hiding. No, he's just like, I'm going to live my life now. Right, because what does he have to lose? I mean, you know, they, they did try and kill him. They did, but like now he's alive, and now he has leverage. Now he has something that he could use. He really wants to get in with. He does. With um. How's that work out for him? How's that go? It doesn't. Yeah. What happens? I've been talking about Faster Brown too much. He dies in a nunchuck fight. No, he doesn't. He does after the nunchuck fight when David Carradine pulls out a gun and just shoots him. Oh, that's right. Because Michael wouldn't kill him. Right, that's right. It was just after the knife fight. And then after right, that, then he kills Michael. Michael's Sorry. disappointed, and then he uses his Kill Bill death technique. Just slams in your chest and stops your heart. Yeah, he kills Michael. It's kind of weird that there's a lot of buildup for Michael. Yeah, there's a huge whole buildup. Like you thought he was gonna team up with his brother, maybe go to the good side. No, he just goes to hell. He went. He didn't go to heaven. He went to hell. Oh, for sure. Because he, he's a bad. He's not a good person. But I mean, he wouldn't kill him. He wouldn't kill faster. It is kind of um. It's kind of weird though in this movie, how David Carradine has like a heart punch thing, and then in Kill Bill he has like a little tap-tap heart thing. He does have a tap-tap heart thing. And then it's like a, a similar... I This movie like may, reminded me of how good of an... Like, Kill Bill obviously does, but this also... like David Carradine kills it in this movie. He's great. He is awesome. He's definitely like an underrated... Tarantino like new... You know, he always had the eye for like people like that. Like a Michael Parks... 
Yeah. Or like uh, but Carradine, I mean, David Carradine. He sold all. I mean, he was rocking that TV show for a long time. Yeah, but then for the most part, though, he's just done a lot of these B movies. Death but, Race 2000 was like one of his first ones <laughs> he was ever in. Yeah. And that was a huge Roger Corman uh, B movie. So th- him being in, in like Kill Bill was like one of the biggest things he was ever in, aside from Kung Fu. Yeah. But this, watching him in this, kind of reminded me about David Carradine, even, and, because I haven't watched any of the Kill Bills. Yeah, did it remind you about how he, how he passed away? Yeah, it also reminded me about how he... He was choking himself, and then he was also choking himself. Yeah, he was choking himself in two different ways, one of which killed him. Uh, so. Google will tell you which one. Google will tell you which one. But maybe Not wanna, the part where maybe, it touched It makes me mind. want to go back and watch the like, Kung Fu stuff. I yeah, wonder if it's like available on Amazon or something like that to watch. I'd definitely be... Because like, I'd love to watch the original series from the 70s. Yeah. And then that uh, the TV movie in the 80s. And then the Legend Continues. Go all the way. So like, like was the Legend Continues... From what I remember, because I only watched a little bit of it like, growing up. Wasn't he like training somebody else in it or something like that? Like, I mean, he was doing... Yeah, there's other characters involved. I felt I felt like it was something where he was training a guy to like become like the next. Yeah, I think I, I think the only parts I remember are like the end of the series finale. So I'll keep those thoughts to myself. So you get the complete series of Kung Fu. Yeah, that's fucking badass, dude. Just saying, I want to fucking watch. I would love to watch that shit. Man, Matt, what world do we live in where you can watch Kung Fu Legend continues whenever you want? Yeah, that's cool as fuck. Yeah, man. Fuck yeah. So you learned something today. Look at that. How useful was that? Listeners thought it was useful. I hope so. I hope I hope that everybody will maybe now get some views on uh, Kung Fu, the original series. But now, after I watch this, it's just going to make me want to watch when The Legend Continues, and I won't be able to watch that. What do you mean? They don't have... That's not on, uh, on here. The Legend Continues? Yeah. On DVD, I could buy it on DVD sets. For also, a it's just certain amount of money. It's just the original Kung Fu. Yeah, just the original Kung Fu. Oh. Not the legend continues. Well, maybe it's on. Maybe Netflix has those. I doubt it. Maybe Pop, Pop TV or Me TV or one of those channels like that. Maybe they'll well, have. Whenever it. you go to stream the Kung Fu, um, the original series, go to Amazon.com slash B Movie Breakdown. To get us some kickbacks, that's yeah. a, that's a link and we have. And when you're doing it, go give Jeff Bezos, uh, you know, a good, Whoa, a, good uh, a hand job. Yeah. What was that no, gesture? A good like a uh, punch to the mouth to be like, "Where's the fucking kung fu?" The legend continues. <laughs> what if someone punched Jeff Bezos in the face and that's what they said? I'd be so proud. It would not be good. It would not. I mean, be it good. would be tracked back to us eventually. But I mean, I don't actually want somebody to do that. I kind of do. It'd just be funny. I don't. I'm going to be on Iwana when the corporations fully take over. I'd like to be part of the resistance. And that's no good way to do that by just saying bad stuff like that. You want to be part of the resistance, so you want to resist the corporations. No, I want to resist the people resisting the corporations. Oh, so you want to be part of the corporation. You want to be Team Amazon. I mean, yes. Wink, wink. That's the team you're going with? Team Amazon. Wink, wink. Well, They'll all be merged. Maybe I might be Team Amazon because Jeff Bezos might be like, "Man, I'm glad you. I'm glad that guy punched me in the face because I should have known better and put." Uh, why didn't Kung we? Fu yeah, why didn't we pony up? You know what? We're gonna do a high an HD remastering of the whole series now oh, too. 
fuck, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's too busy worrying about the Washington Post news-breaking journalism when the Kung Fu Legend continues. <laughs> Isn't available on Amazon Prime. Because, you know, he has full control. He makes all the decisions when it comes to what content is on Amazon Prime. Yeah, no he one else is involved. Swamp Ape was going to be on Amazon Prime. They all cross his desk. Yeah, they all cross his desk, and he gets little he gets little notifications on his phone, and it's like, Mr. Bezos, would you like us to stream Swamp Ape? And he's like, fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> Hell yeah. He has to approve all of, all of the Amazon. Do you think he approved this movie, Martial Law? Yeah, 100%. Why didn't he, uh, if he approves all his movies, why didn't he let them include the poster for the movie? He didn't like that part. There's literally no... <laughs> There's no Can you think of a better artwork. reason why they wouldn't include the artwork if he's like, I don't like it? They're like, but Mr. Bezos, we don't have anything else to put up there. He's like, just put the word up there. Put the title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It literally is a blank and just, thing. It just says martial law. Like, like Mr. Bezos, you run a, a very forward-thinking um, economic enterprise. Don't you think we should have some better design for that? No. It's like, no one's going to watch it. And it's like, well, why can't we? I don't like it. All right. People, I would say people won't watch something like that. They're less likely to watch something if it doesn't have cover art. Right, but Bezos doesn't care. But I thought is he, it Bezos or Bezos? I don't know. I like Bezos. <laughs> Who doesn't like a good Bezos? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, you know how you spell Nick D U M B. <laughs> wow, we got a, a regular. Uh, Bernie Sanders over here. No, uh, what? <laughs> Bernie Sanders. You uh, to say Bernie Mac. Quality, equality for all. I meant to say Bernie. Universal Mac. income. That's what you're talking about over there, huh? <laughs> Healthcare for all. Healthcare for all. Man. I'm just. That's one of the most random things. I'm just a regular Bernie Sanders. What? Well, well, one percent. I thought I meant to say Bernie Mac because you're gonna say. No, Canadian. you did not mean to say Bernie Mac. You were gonna say Bernie Mac and thought Bernie Sanders was funnier, and that's all there was to it. <laughs> that's all there was. A to B, the A connects to the Bernie dot real easily right now. <laughs> it's just madness. Yeah, Bernie Mac. We're just breaking down here. We are. It's that's the podcast, I guess. <laughs> we are. We're just breaking down. We're, we're breaking down barriers. We're breaking down walls. Breaking oh glass ceilings. Oh my god! Just like <laughs> Cynthia Rothrock was breaking glass ceilings in this movie. She was by being a kick-ass female cop. Well, she didn't get to become president either. <laughs> <laughs> Cynthia Rothrock. Yeah, she didn't. No, she didn't. She was uh, apparently, uh, aside from all the '90s action movies she was in, she took a break from acting for a while. It looks like, and she was in a movie called Mercenaries that came that's, out. That's not a break from acting. Or there was a break in between there? There was a break between, like, the 90s stuff and, like, a good break in the 2000s. Okay. And, but then, like, 2001, she's in a movie called Mercenaries. And I can't even spell mer- the word mercen- mercenaries. M-U-R-S-A-N. <laughs> Anyways, she's in this movie called Mercenaries that came out in 2014. And it's full... Of action chicks. Throw them like, at me. But it's all like B-level. Like Bridget, is, Bridget Nielsen. This is like they're her Expendables. Yeah, basically. This is female Expendables. It's even the poster. 
I think I remember this poster. It's Kristana Loken, Terminator, so, um, Rise of the Machines. Yeah. Bridget Nielsen, Vivica A. Fox, who's from like Kill Bill and stuff. Yeah. Cynthia Rothrock, Zoe Bell, who was uh, Uma Thurman's stunt double in like all of her, her action movies. movies. Oh, that and, makes sense. And then uh, Nicole Bilderback. I don't know who that is. Should we know who Nicole Bilderback is? Look She's her, not on the poster, so. Google her. I don't know. They're the best man for this job. What does that mean? Because they're women. Oh, the best man. Yeah, this was an asylum film, so I can't believe it. I can't imagine it's that great. Oh, I first, at first I thought you were going to say this was a silent film. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh. No, in an asylum. They do all those mockbusters. I know. Terminators. Transmorphers is still good. Because Transmorphers is the exact plot for the not used version of Terminator Salvation. Like where John Connor becomes like a machine. Like they, yeah. this machine puts his skin on him. It's like the same. Well, like that movie does it better. God damn it. They have a whole. Because there's a whole reveal. You don't know. he Like the, the, that Terminator you find out he's a human right at the beginning. You don't know that until the end of that movie. And you're like, what? That's crazy. But I mean, it's called Transmorphers. But, and they fight like Transformer creatures. And then they have a, they have a series of movies called Terminators. Terminators? Yeah. There's not a different name for it? No, it's called Terminators. Well, good luck Googling that and finding that. Yeah, it'll be easy because it's a fucking... Yeah, that's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was governor of California. Boom, Terminators. The Terminators. How do you get away with that? It's like shit. That looks real cool. And then there's, yeah, Transmorphers Fall of Man. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the Terminators. Man, I just wish I made Asylum films. Just like mock bust mock. Just hey, man, you get opportunities to put a film together. You get the hook because you're copying something. They can tell your own story. Alien vs. Hunter. I mean, that's a good one. <laughs> Titanic two. They literally made. A... How do you do Titanic two? They literally made a Titanic two. So how does the ship come? Does the ship come back? <laughs> It's like the ghost ship, like in Ghostbusters 2. What if it's called Titanic 2, and the iceberg just comes back and rages across America? <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> the same iceberg just destroys another ship. I guarantee it's like, I can already tell you that this is what the movie is. Okay. Without, without knowing anything about it. Somebody well, made a ship, and it takes place nowadays, and somebody made a new ship, and they called it the Titanic 2. Look up the description. Again, this is good podcasting. Look it up. The film is set on the fictional replica Titanic that sets off exactly 100 years after the original ship's maiden voyage to perform a reverse route, but global warming and the forces of nature cause history to repeat itself on the same night, only more disastrous and deadly. Global warming and the forces of nature? Just say it's a ghost or some shit. But it's literally like what I said it was. It's the exact plot. Somebody makes a new boat... It calls it the Titanic. But you were dead on. Yeah, dead on. Like, it just made too much sense. Like, why? It's just, it's the obvious plot well, I think for we're, Titanic 2. I think we're missing the boat because Titanic 3 should take place in space. In space. Yeah, and then it's just a, uh, a spaceship called the Titanic. Right. And it hits like a meteor. Yep. And then there's like people floating in space and they gotta survive. Like, it's just like. Haven't we seen that movie? I want to see somebody like Space Debris, but like Jack and Rose on the door. 
I don't need to see any more boat movies. Well, it's a There's ship like in space. It, a spaceship is different than a I normal like the ship. I like Poseidon Adventure. That's a that's a better. Boat You'll movie. watch Star Wars all day. They're full of ships. Okay. So you're not gonna watch another ship movie. Like yeah, like boat, like people like crashing on a ship and then like having. That happened in Star Wars. I don't want another Poseidon Adventure ripoff. That's Titanic is basically that, but with like a love. Love story is the main thing. Yeah, but doesn't that like sink and it like flips upside down? I'll just, I'll just watch the Poseidon Adventure. I have it on Blu-ray. Boom, Poseidon Adventure. I can the re- original. I can read. You don't have to point at it. The original. Yeah, you just you drunk. <laughs> they remade this movie too. Yes, yeah, not great. It's uh, I think Richard Dreyfuss was in it and Kurt Russell, and it was awful. I remember seeing it in IMAX. And it was a piece of garbage. You gotta call it the Neptune Adventure. Another, uh, another bad movie with like big boats and stuff. Twenty twelve. Disaster flick. Roland Emmerich. Yeah, I didn't watch that shit. Yep. Didn't all the that. rich people have all these arcs that can. That's a good commentary. Because of course they do. You yeah, heard about there's the... a scene where John Cusack uh, swims underwater for at least forty five minutes. Well, was he rich? No, he didn't have gills. They have gills? No, I'm saying, though, he doesn't oh, have gills. I thought you told me that these they have arcs <laughs> and then the rich people also have gills. Yeah, it's a, it's a prequel to Waterworld. Oh, man. Well, that's a good one. I need to watch Waterworld again. I, I, I rewatched it not long ago. Did you not hate it? Because I always enjoyed it as a child. See, I always thought I liked it as a kid. My and then you got on the internet for, and no, realized everybody for, hates no, it. I, I always remember people hating it growing up. Yeah. I remember it being a thing. But for whatever reason, I remember my mom thought that was one of my favorite movies. Oh. I never I never up, owned it on the video. Man, what movies are you going to think your kid loves that he hates? Uh, yeah. Or doesn't like as much? I uh, I always remember liking Waterworld because Dennis Hopper I liked a lot. Yeah, man, and King Koopa. And he's in it, and he's awesome. That was my first exposure to Dennis Hopper, so he's always been King Koopa to me. And it's amazing. I'm trying to think. That might have been mine. Yeah. Maybe Speed. Ooh. I remember seeing Speed at a younger age because, like, too. Speed was rated R, but like, it wasn't like, I if if they man, it's rated R for language more than anything. So if I watched it on like a TV that yeah. wasn't a HBO or something, they just bleeped out the words, and you're just watching Speed, and it's like a normal movie, right? So I think that might have been my that first. probably happened. But I mean, kids watched a lot of rated R movies back then. Yeah, because they weren't as like they're bad, but like I feel like the violence nowadays is like amped up a little bit more like, as far as like how it looks than a robocop well, well how it looks that was a good but i mean like as far as like people getting shot like a, a lot of rated r movies like you'll watch like a terminator 2 is rated r yeah it is and there's not a lot of blood and gore and no. whatever in that but it's more of like for violence and language but i feel like now it's like more movies are like robocop <laughs> yeah as far as the blood I mean, and the violence yeah, and the i mean terminator could have i mean it really could have been i maybe i don't know i guess it needs to be r like, that almost seems like a PG-13 affair. Doesn't it? Kind of. By but today's I'm, standards, I feel like Terminator yeah. 2 is definitely a PG-13 movie. And, like, how many times do they say, Robocop, there's, I mean, Robocop, it's out of control. It's oh, yeah. It's still out of control. It is very ah! much. There's a lot going there's, on. And, like, they used to drop the F-bomb so many, they don't drop the F-bomb in our movies as much as they used to. They used to say uh, it a lot. Yeah. Like, F this. Comedies and... more than anything nowadays. Action movies. The thing is, there's not too many rated R action movies that come out anymore. No. Usually, if it's an action movie that's rated R, it'll be a comedy action movie. Like, there's, like, what was a more recent one? 
the uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard with Ryan what? Reynolds and Samuel Jackson. Yeah, that was on the other day, and I caught like well, maybe a few minutes of it. But Samuel Jackson, obviously, fuck this and fuck that, whatever. Yeah, but it's a comedy action. It's not a straight up just like action well, and movie. That's Deadpool too. That's rated R, isn't it? The second yeah, one. Yeah, but or? that's a comedy. action. It is. That's what I mean. That's my point. Yeah. To go to more evidence toward your point. Yeah. Comedy the, action. Yeah, the comedy. That's like the only time you'll get like this. Major F bomb. It's like you can't have somebody seriously being like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." It's like, whoa. <laughs> they, they said fuck a lot in this movie too. Usually when they were getting beat up, fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah, but it was. <laughs> it was a lot of those kind of fucks. It wasn't like fuck you, man, or what the fuck, stuff no. like that. It was a lot of people just pain, pain fucks. That just. Re- hashtag, what? Hashtag pain. Fucks. Yeah, I'll get on board that. Hashtag pain fucks. Keep those titties inside. That's a callback to episodes. If this is the first time listening and I'm just talking about titties. <laughs> the, the point is, hashtag pain fucks. We'll get that going. Our hashtag machine. <laughs> Our beloved hashtag machine. Our beloved hashtag machine is is, is great. Uh, is his review me... number one? Because it should be No, now. it's not. It's still that shit review. I love the shit review, actually. <laughs> It's key. It's, it's so like it's so it's so internety, the shit review. Which is why it's appropriate. It's so internety. It's just uh, it's but, appropriate. That uh, way. Speaking of, it's the review we deserve. Macaulay yeah. is the name on the. Oh, I know his the, name. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just you know. Hashtag machine. What's what we'll call him? <laughs> uh, we'll get to your movie soon. Soon enough. I'm gonna get a white T-shirt and with a marker, just write hashtag, like an actual hashtag, and the machine. And then, like, somehow get it to him. Nice. We'll mail you a Just kidding. Shirt that says I'm going to video, video burn it. Oh, my God. See how fast that turned? That did turn I was going to really give fast. him a gift, and that's going to burn it. turned it. really fast, like, most of this movie, because it was a lot of quick goings-ons and the fights. I mean, this movie was just awesome. It was just an awesome action movie. I want to say it's awesome. I think it was... I mean, that's just probably because I'm dating it. it, it but was, it's fine. It was it's aw- great. It was awesome because it was a bad B-movie. It was like a bad movie. It's true, but it didn't... It wasn't like... It didn't make me hate what I was doing. But it, but it has that, like, level of humor and it has yeah. that, like, level of, like, you know, campiness and it treats it well. Like when it that, knows what it is. Like when that one guy was reading a magazine, and out of nowhere he just said, did you hear about that guy who killed his entire family? Even the dog. Who ate them. Oh, shit, I fucked it up. Yeah, he said, I remember he ate his whole family. Even <laughs> the dog. <laughs> and then just got away. It's just real weird. Just like, and like little things like, try they try to do little callbacks like, him, the main guy with like with the paper airplane. Yeah, randomly. The, yeah, we used to look at the planes here. The first time was when you didn't know it was gonna right. be a callback. It's like what the fuck? Because he goes to this place and he's there used to be there were some planes around and he's making a paper airplane as he gets out of the car when he was that he was driving. Yeah, explaining they used to come here and watch the airplane. And he tosses it, but he literally just like sh- throws it right at the ground. It's like the uh, worst paper airplane toss you then could ever. The imagine. camera cuts and just looks at it. And then, like, it just cuts away, and it's like, oh, he just littered. But he, then he it's like, oh, well, out. they did that so we could have a call back. So she would know where to find him. Know that he was here. Because she was... It's I mean, a stupid callback, to be honest. I mean, like, what the fuck? Like, better things could have been done. Yeah, he could have drew, like, a swastika or something. I mean, what? <laughs> Why is he a Nazi all of a sudden? No, it's just a sign. Oh, that could have... Honestly, though, that could have maybe... Well, they didn't seem like a racist bunch. 
But, like, that could help them fit in as, like, a, a gang guy. Like, oh, look at this badass. He's, like, fucking a Nazi guy. Yeah, that makes Well, we sense. don't have one of those in our group. And how about, it was only in passing, but David Carradine said that the the colonel, who he was selling weapons to, was, like, probably some right-wing, they say fuck, or right-wing idiot or something. Yeah. But, like, oh. But, like, the colonel didn't show any other signs of that, but he's called the colonel. Yeah. And he's buying illegal weapons, which is, like, what was happening before with the other, like, in that one movie we watched. Darkman. Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah and Darkman 2 Darkman 2 yeah basically and that guy was d- definitely a right. 100% yeah those, those guys were some white supremacist assholes yeah he was all in fuck those guys the uh, one more one thing I wanted to mention I don't like swastikas that was just I figured as much I think just, we all know that one thing I, I want to mention so. though before we're we're done talking about this movie yeah is well, also, obviously uh, Cynthia Brothrock rules. The main guy, he played the character Dutch and Karate Kid. Yes. So, uh, super sweet connection, because lately on the podcast, we've I've been talking about Cobra Kai. You have. And, uh, again, everybody should go out and fucking watch it, because it rules. This movie's in the same universe. This movie could be in the same universe. It's the same character. Because, it, uh, yeah, same character. It's very similar. Let's go through this the guy. timeline. His dad died in 1983. The Karate Kid takes place in 1984. This movie came out. 1990, so assume it's the same year. And he spent all that time in He's, And he left Hong in Hong Kong. Kong. So like he was competing with the Cobra Kais. I mean, they lost. He didn't win anything. And Johnny only got second place. So yeah, then, so he went off to Hong Cobra Kong. Cobra Kai probably fell apart. Dropped out of high school, went to Hong Kong. Yeah. Learned martial arts. That's be- why he's so angry in the movie. And became a cop. Mm-hmm. And his nickname was Martial Law. Yeah, because that's a cool name to... But his name was Sean. Like, I, I mean, I don't, maybe his name, I get he, it. His name, he, his name could have been Marshall. And then it's like, Hey, Marshall law. But like, they just say it in past. Like, yeah, Marshall law. That's not a catchy. I nickname. get it. Because like martial arts, they should have called him like kicks or punches. Kicks hey, or Hey, kicks. Hey, it's punches over there. Get in there. Punches. Karate cop. Oh, that would have been a good one. Yeah. What's, what's up? Karate cop. Yeah. That would have been a good movie title, though. No, it'd be bad. Yeah, it'd be pretty awful. There has to be a movie called Karate Cop. Or like Choppy. Choppy? <laughs> Is that a Jeff Dunham character? That's his Asian ah, character. Oh, no. Choppy. No. Oh, hi, uh, Choppy. No, it's way worse. A choppy Choppy. It's way worse than that. That's, that's, his that's, Jeff... that's how it would sound. Yeah. But it's, I don't know. Yeah, that's a Jeff Dunham Asian character, Choppy. Man, he would make some bad joke about, like, plates breaking or some shit. He's got, like, chopsticks for arms. It could just be a fucking chopstick with eyes. <laughs> Jeez, he has and not... the eyes would not look... They would look very inappropriate. Yeah, for Yeah, sure. very not cool, Jeff Dunham, fictional character you didn't make, but totally would. Yeah, a giant chopstick named Choppy, and he has, like, little arms to do, like, uh, like karate chops. And he probably has buck teeth or something. I hate this character already. What is this, uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's? <laughs> I right, just, isn't that Mickey Rooney's in there? Yeah, kind of like, like the worst. Not good. The worst. <laughs> that's like the worst thing. That might be like one of the worst. Like, uh, it's almost like blackface, but you know what I mean. Like the worst. I mean, like it's in the same family. The, wor- the worst case of a terrible white, ideas. white person playing another race God. and overdoing it. I can't think of another. You can almost like think Soul Man, where it's C. Thomas Howell in blackface, trying to get into college by being like a black guy. But it's almost like white girls, but like reverse. Yeah, that sounds like the worst, like right wing <laughs> conspiracy shit. But that is at least like a like a movie where it's like, you know, it's a case where this guy is p- 
That's the point. The point. The point is dumb, but this is the point. He's not supposed... He's supposed to be a black guy to these other characters, but we all know that he's not. And that... And I think that's Breakfast, Breakfast at Tiffany's. I, I can't vouch for this. I don't um, know for Mickey sure. Mickey Rooney I can't think about is that. supposed to be an Asian guy. I just it's terrible. not like, oh, look at Mickey Rooney was a character named Jim, and now he's dressing as an Asian guy. And that's the idea guy. he's supposed to be something? He's like 100%. The whole movie's supposed to be this Asian guy with these big buck teeth and... Oh, and it's just like the worst. God, man. America is just not a good place sometimes. <laughs> a Soul Man is a movie we should watch, though, for sure. <clears throat> God. It's a guy dressed in a blackface. All the characters. And the... then we'll, we'll get we'll watch Soul Man, and then we'll, we'll be like, wow, I can't believe like anybody let this happen. And we'll have somebody else on the, this at that same episode, and they'll be like, well, where were all the white people getting mad about white girls? I mean, we should just surprise everybody. They're doing white face and what? You know, Man, see. we should just do some real commentary and just watch like a minstrel show or something. Mammy. Just not good shit. You know how much... I don't want to sit through a minstrel show. Yeah, well, you know what? I sat through Left Behind. So did I. Yeah, well, I don't know if it scarred you as much as it scarred yeah, me. You were excited for it and so was I. Well, I'm not excited not to watch a minstrel show, but I just think that it's probably... A, I'm never going to watch one just for fun. <laughs> Why would you do that? History. Hist. I guess that doesn't. Sound Why like do fun. cartoons have little white gloves? Oh, because people used to dress in blackface in shows. Yeah, Mickey Mouse. Yep. Foghorn Leghorn. It's he all doesn't not have, good. He doesn't have white gloves, but he has that. Like I said, boy. It was the most popular form of cinema and entertainment in America. What are we doing? Well, it's not now. Oh yeah, we just like at most things in our history, we just don't talk about it. It's, it, man. I'm the, not saying, like, now. The tropes, but, like, everything was, like, things were built on it. It's not good. Yeah, just like the movie Martial Law. Yes. <laughs> it was built on minstrel shows. So, question for you. Oh, good. Uh, for the next movie. Yeah. We can move on. Or, in going on here. Oh, no. On the internet. Oh, not the internet. I found out. Not the internet. There is a sequel to this movie. What's it called? Martial Law 2 Undercover. Who's in it? Cynthia Rothrock. Not the other guy. Yes, we're watching it. Some other guy named Jeff Wincott. Well, Jeff Wincott cannot. I don't. The poster for this one looks way cooler than the poster for the original. Can I have a Martial cr- Law. Can I have a crush on a woman that I should have had like 20 years ago? She, I mean, she might still look pretty good. I wouldn't doubt it. She I just met, good in this. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, like, I wasn't, like, watching her movies back then when they were out. Probably would have been crushing on her, man. You probably would have. Uh, if you've seen, if you'd seen any movies with uh, Cynthia Rothrock. In the second movie, can they think of some bullshit excuse to write off the character like they do with all the women in movies, like the Karate Kid? She's in this, though. They have to write off the guy. And if you want me to talk fast, you just got to g- g- know what I'm saying. I'm sorry. Yeah, thank oh, you for the apology. They, they don't write off the guy. They just recast him. He's got the same name? Yeah, Sean Thompson. Oh my God! That's not what happens with the girls! It does sometimes. When? Uh, Batman Begins and Dark Knight. Katie Holmes and... Uh, what's her face? That's true. And Jill, they, Maggie Gyllenhaal. And they do kill her. Yeah, they kill her in the second she one. She does die. Spoilers. <laughs> for Dark Knight. But yeah, they replaced her... Yeah, they did. Boop. That's true. Rachel. But I mean, you know what I'm thinking of for people who haven't been listening to the podcast for as long as we've been doing it. 
like in like the Freddy movies and Jason movies, the girl lives and then that's who she dies. Or like the Karate Kid, they just ignore. They or write they off. Just, they, they write off. What's her name? Fuck. What's her name? I, I just Elizabeth Shue. I don't. Her actress's name. Because it's Daniel and. Oh, what's I her gotta name? just watch Cobra Kai and they bring her up. Daniel, Mr. Miyagi, Johnny. Nicole? No, that's wrong. Allie. Got Allie, it. yeah. Got Allie. it. Got it. That wasn't with the internet. I knew that. Uh, yeah, they do. do you know what the, where they, I can, uh, an example where they recast like female in, you're saying horror movies, is in Nightmare on Elm Street. So in part. Yeah, they do that. Three, it is Patricia Arquette. Yeah. And then her character is in part four, dies in part four, but right. it is a different actress, and she's in most of the movie. Yeah. It's weird. It's still weird, though. Yeah. It's like they recast her another blonde, like a blonde that right. looks very... Right. Like, that one, they definitely tried... They did. ...to get somebody who looked like Patricia Arquette. And most people probably weren't paying attention. <laughs> I mean, because nobody pays attention. Yeah, a teenage blonde chick. Yeah, it's good enough. Yeah, good enough. I'm here for Freddie. Sure. I don't care about her. Yeah. At that point, by by Dream right. Master, yeah, right. for sure. Uh, but I mean, even Nancy doesn't make it, right? Yeah, just, she dies in three. Right. I mean, that just drives me nuts. She dies, so what's her face can live. Yeah, and then she dies. She dies in four, but then the girl from four is in five and doesn't die. She survives, and then we just don't hear from her again ever. Yeah, because Freddy's dead is after that, and then that's like a whole different group of people, and it's more focused on I mean, Freddy's the, daughter, and it's like, why is we bringing this into the but fold? But like, women being expendable drives me nuts. It, drive, it drove me nuts and fussed. I get it. And fucking Austin Powers. I mean, they see they switch girls out, but that's the trope. But like, that's... Well, that's the joke. But I know. Right, but... Because every James Bond movie, there's a different Bond girl. Right. I'm explaining it to you. Thank you. I didn't get it until this moment. Thanks. I'm glad I gave you a serious right, like, right? But all the chicks they had were, they they were good. They were. They were great. Talking about crushes Nick did have back in the day. Oh, my God. Which one? Elizabeth Hurley? Just like all of them. Uh, Heather Graham? Yeah. Beyonce? She's in the third one. Yeah. And then, I think, in the fake movie, it's Gwyneth Paltrow. Remember, in the third movie, there's, like, the movie within the movie? Yeah. And Danny DeVito is Mini-Me. <laughs> and Kevin Spacey is Dr. Evil. Oh. The true Dr. Evil. <laughs> yeah, dude. What was he doing to Danny DeVito? Oh. Because Danny DeVito's at, like, that height where he could do bad stuff to him. Oh, poor Danny DeVito. That's right, he's doing fine. Had a Spacey dick in his mouth. That's right, he's an Eminem now. That <laughs> <laughs> commercial is funny. <laughs> he's not always Tony. He's doing great. Doing great things. Yeah. So yeah, I guess next week uh, we're just gonna keep going. Martial law too. Why not? Cynthia Rothrock. We get more of her. We wanted. We talked about it. Bringing, watching more of her movies. Why couldn't she like? But they couldn't break up the relationship. Like he couldn't just get dismissed. It has to be the same guy, just different face. God damn it! <laughs> do you not want to watch it? Because no, I do. No, I do. <laughs> and I isn't and, that annoying though? Yeah, and I had no idea there was a sequel to this movie until earlier today. When uh, going on Amazon, well, to find the movie. What a what a weird connection. This is like this is like deep, deep dive B movie breakdown sequel talk right here. Oh my god! Because usually we're like, okay, we're gonna do a few sequels, you know. No, we just pick a movie at random, then we randomly find out it has a sequel, 
And then we randomly found out about a 90s action actress that we didn't really know about before. And like, well, here we are. We're, we're doing, we're... We're just going to town. We're, make, Cynthia, we're going to town on Cynthia Roth. That's how we're going to end this episode. So, yeah, next week on the, up, the, on the podcast, Martial Law 2, Undercover. It's on Amazon Prime, so you can watch it, too. Come back next week for more of the best or the worst. Yeah. It's the best of the worst. Be movie breakdown.